Okay, guys, welcome to the Investor's Guide of Memphis Real Estate. I'm your host, Dean Harris, and as always, I'm with Mr. Douglas Skipworth. How are you? Hey, man, I'm doing great. Good. We're bringing you this podcast to give you guys the uh, information that you'll need to be a successful investor, give you the boots on the ground knowledge here. Uh, please like and subscribe our uh, podcast on your YouTube on our YouTube channel, Facebook, Spotify, wherever you listen to your podcast. Please like and subscribe there. Show sponsors are listed on the bottom of your screen there. We cannot do the show without no. those guys. We really appreciate uh, what they bring to the table for us and for our clients. Zoom calls, guys, if we're interested in those Zoom calls again, I put a pause on those. Uh, we were having a few people attend, but uh, shoot me an email, dean at crustcore.com if you're interested in that. And I buy or I help buyers and sellers every day. I buy investment property here yeah. in Memphis. We have about 100 listings right now, and I got buyers coming out of the woodwork. So anything you need here in Memphis, just let me know. Send me an email, dean at crestcore.com. All right, deal of the week. I brought a deal of the week in oh, cool. today. So awesome. let's uh, let's check that out. 1906 Baldwin Drive. It's in 38127. Three bedrooms, one and a half baths. It's got 1,100 square feet. This one needs about 25, 28 grand in rehab, we believe. Uh, the market rent is $900 for this one. And your ARV is 140 to 150,000. List price is 74,000. So it looks like we've got about a one, even if the rehab was 30, 32, 34, 35, I mean, like we've still got a 100% burr here on this yeah. one. So let me breeze through it one more time. 1906 Baldwin, 38127, three uh, bed, one and a half bath. 1,100 square feet, uh, list price is 74000 market rent's 900 and your ARV is about 140000 to $150,000. Mm -hmm. Let's just count it, thirty grand in rehab. So let me know if you have any questions, dean at crustcore.com, and I'll be happy to send you some more information on that one. Okay, great. Well, let's jump awesome. right into it. Yeah, um, we're going to do a market update today. Man, okay. I just hit money. <laughs> we're going to do a market update today. I feel like with everything that is going on um, in our market and in – our economy and everything like that. I feel like it's not a bad idea just to talk about what we're seeing, what, okay. what, um, you know, what we're kind of envisioning and, and so yeah. forth. The the one thing I'm going to lead off with is houses are still selling. Yes. Um, we're, we're, we're closing in, uh, you know, I'll, I'll be fair here. We're closing an unusually large amount of homes right now because go ahead. Yeah. No, I was going to, that's why you're, you're, you're on it. I was like, how many did you close in September? Uh, what was the number? 80, was it 80? Over 90. Over 90. Okay. Yeah. So just almost 100. Yeah. Over 90 houses closed in September. So the, in October, we're even well, more. We're well over 100. Yeah. So, so, so houses are selling, is what you're saying. Oh, houses are moving and selling. And I'll be fair here. They're, I'm, I'm selling off some hedge fund listings. So if I'm being honest, we don't typically close 100 houses a month. So, but we are in that 25 to 30 house yeah. range every month. So, yeah. We are seeing activity. There's, you know, with those 90 closings, there was another 12 to I think 15 that weren't Vinebrook closings. So there's, you know, our hedge fund closing. Yeah. So there's yeah. plenty yeah, yeah. of, there's plenty of other activity outside of just that, right? Deals are happening. Deals, people are buying and people are selling. Yes. And it's now, now I, this is what I told a guy yesterday. I okay. said, people wondered about the crash. Well, we have had it and yes. it's happening. And I, I'll say this again. I said it on last week's podcast, but from June, 2022, July, 2022 to July right. of 2023, we are down 54% in transactions. Yes. Okay. Not in pricing, not in anything like that. We're over half 
less transactions than Correct. we were a year yeah. ago. Yeah. So if you're wondering, hey, where you know where's the crash? Where's that? Well, it's it's pretty much happening. So our price points stay the same. Yes, you know we one or two percentage points up yeah. or down in, yeah. in all these areas. So houses are still selling lines of credit. Hard money, cash, those yes. are the deals that okay. are the majority of what we're seeing right now. Yeah. So I don't, you know. more. So it's a little bit like it has been this way. I think it's more of the same mm-hmm. since rates, they maybe they've plateaued, but they definitely were plateauing three to six months ago when it was yeah. kind of like, okay, the end is in sight. You yeah. know, you can see the light at the end of the tunnel. So it seemed like that was when maybe people kind of had a sigh of relief. And since then it's been pretty much the same Yeah. because you had that dramatic crash yeah. in volume. Yeah. And I read something earlier. yesterday from the feds that I believe our interest rates are, are, are yeah, flat. Yeah. yeah that's what, that, yes, exactly. They I don't believe they're going, yeah. I don't believe we're going to tick up much. I don't believe we're going to tick down, no. <laughs> you know, anytime real soon. No. I think we're going to be, this is what it's going to look like. More of the same. Yeah. Which is a, as we're saying, it's like there is an opportunity to sell houses right now. Yeah. And you've, you've sold yeah. dozens and dozens and dozens. Yes. And people and this are using year, hundreds and hundreds. Hundreds and hundreds. And people are also using a loan, Douglas. I mean, like yes. every every one of these does not are not cash and line of credit and okay. hard money deals. I am getting some loans. I mean, you can make sense of some of these properties that are maybe in great shape and are occupying yeah, cash yeah, flowing, yeah, yeah. right? So yeah. there are some circumstances where a loan will work. So if that's mm. your only option, I don't want you to feel like, hey, I'm out of the ball game. You just might have to be a little bit more specific on what we're buying and where and for how much. And uh, I'll give you an example. This this uh, deal of the day here on Baldwin, I mean, 74000 plus a $30,000 rehab, I mean, you're looking at one hundred and five grand. Payment on that, even at an eight percent interest rate, it's not sky high. I bet you can make it work with this. Yeah. So I don't know for sure. You'd have to just look at all the details. But loans are yeah. still working, Good. not as much as they have been, but loans are still working. You've got to work your numbers. You got to search harder. Yeah. You just got to get a little bit more aggressive as uh, you know onto what you're looking for. I should yeah. say, and not to mention just you date the rate, marry the property. So you get in it, you buy this property, you get this rate for. It's a, 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 a little higher than you want to pay. You wait it yeah. out a number of months, maybe a year or two or however long. Then you refinance and you're in at a lower rate I with like, a lower payment. I like the date, the rate, um, marry the house comment. Here's the only thing I'll caution on that. And okay. I haven't really cautioned anything yeah. on yeah, it yeah, yet, I'm but here's be the one thing. When we say date the rate and marry the house, the one thing we're banking on in that situation is that the interest rate is going to drop, right? <laughs> So here's what I'm cautioning everybody okay. on. I wouldn't buy a house that you can't afford. Meaning, if, if you're Good buying point. a home, the, uh, that's fair. Yeah, yeah if, that's you're, fair. if you're losing $150 a month in it because the interest rate is eight or $200 a month, and you say, "Hey, I can swing that for a while," I'm not going to advise doing that because that's there's fair. no guarantee that the rate's going to drop. There's just no guarantee. I can't sit here and tell you that in a year after a um, an election or after two years or whatever it right. may be that we're going to see. Yeah a 5% interest rate again, because I don't, you know, you just don't ever know. So what I'm telling you is date that rate, but be able to afford it, right? Squeeze it in, even if it pushes, that's fine, right? I'm I'm okay with that, because I do believe the rate is going to drop, and it's not something I can sit here like anyone else and guarantee it. Right. So still date the rate and marry the property, just just be careful that you can afford it. Good word of caution, and and, and I've never tried to time it. Yeah. Other than to say, man, I know that rates will go down. 
at yeah. some point and they will go up at some point. Yep. So we'll see when that is. That's exactly right. Cash is working on these bird deals. I've got about, you know, a lot of people are saying what is selling. The majority of it are bird properties. That's the majority of what's selling. Okay. Right Homes that need rehab that are not in good shape or have been mismanaged. Great topic. We're going to hit that yeah, next week. Yeah. Next week's podcast is mismanagement. So, oh, good. Okay, good. Yeah, so yeah. that's kind of what's surfacing now is is burrs. Um, I, I mean, it seems like the last few months you've had burr deals as deals of the week. Last, yes, last six or seven months. That's mainly what's been selling. So, yeah. yes, last few deals of the week have all been burrs. Um, and and look, if you say to yourself, "Hey, I don't have 105k cash, Dean, to buy Baldwin '96 ball." That's okay. We have other ways to do this. Yes. The lines of credit. You can use hard money. Corland uh, Financials sure. show yeah. sponsor. Yeah. They're a sister company of ours and they're a hard money lender. So that's what a lot of people are even doing right now. Hey, let's go get into this house. Let's get it done. Let's get it, get it done. Meaning let's rehab it, get it occupied, right. get it off that hard money. And let's go to a bank and go yeah. and go permanent. So, you know, there's several ways that you can make it work. You need to buy right. That's always been the situation with me, right? I've always told you to buy right. No matter what the market conditions are, every deal is an investment deal is a good one if you buy it right. Yeah. Every single one. So uh, that's I would encourage that for, for Airbnb's interest rate isn't going anywhere. We're just kind of, kind of breezing through our okay. notes here. But interest rate's not going anywhere, I don't believe. I don't, you know, you're a little bit. I think more versed on this, they can speak on this, but I don't believe the feds are going to lower this interest rate until we have an election. And even then, I don't know that it, you know, day after election in 24, we're just going to see some downhill spiral of our interest rate. I just, I don't. It doesn't seem, it doesn't seem like it. Mm -hmm. It seems like with all the geopolitical stuff that, Hey, they, that was a uh, reason for them to pause their their last interest rate hike so they've paused it the past two times mm -hmm. so and it was near the top if not at the top so the question is how long is it going to stay at the rate that it is before they start to lower it down six months 12 months that yeah people vary you yeah. know it's not going to be tomorrow but no. it but people predict that it's coming but it might, to your point, it might be after an election. You don't know, the, the, but it doesn't look like it's going to go. My point is like, it's not going to drastically go either way. No. So there's a lot of, you know, even though it seems like there's some uncertainty, we're living in uncertain times, it seems like there is some certainty that the rates aren't going away. So you can, to your point, look for deals, know what works, try and make your numbers work, try and find the deals, pull the trigger, make offers. Yeah. Goodness, and historically, offers. this is not a bad interest rate. I mean, I know it's bad to us because humans naturally, we all think in the now. We can't think past <laughs> two years ago where the interest rate, and even in 2016 was, I think, six. I went and, and I went and looked at my, um, not unintentionally, I went and looked at the first two loans I got on rental properties, 8.5% and 8.8%. .8%. Yeah. And you made them work. Oh, they were great. Yeah. Yeah, they Price were great. I was probably thrilled. I was thrilled to have rental properties. I was thrilled to have a loan on those rental properties. My tenant was paying the rent, which was paying the mortgage. So in eight, eight and a half, eight and eight, that was like, okay. See what I mean? Yeah. And you can go to a historical breakdown and look at, you know, every 10 years, the 50, 60, and they'll give you kind of what it was. And you can just see it sky high. 
and it just ticks down a couple of points each year all the way down to three and then we jump back to nine so i get or eight or whatever so i understand kind of kind of where the mentality is but i think you also need to understand where the mentality is yeah it needs to be that i'm going to make this work at eight I mean, you can't just yes. quit real estate investing because the interest rate went up i mean like, i hope you don't you don't need to be in right. this if you're quit yeah. right now and you yeah. because this i think is what it's going to look like yeah. i do i don't think it's going to move anytime soon and what are we going to neither do? up nor down so that's, that's so what some I mean. certainty so that's what i'm saying it's like hey go find it go figure out how to make these numbers work and do it. I mean, I've been bidding. I've been bidding on properties. Yep. Got a couple under contract now. Closed one yep. last month. So, but it, because it's it's you know it's kind of like you can kind of see what's happening. I'm burring right now several, and that's right. Yep, Good. And I've made the decision, and this is kind of what I've advised others. And if you've got a rental portfolio and you've got some properties coming in, low interest rates, and your cash flowing. This may be, seem a little risky to some, um, but I'm buying property right now with the assumption that the rates will fall, right? I'm not really creating much cash flow with these that I'm buying right okay. now. They're basically pushing. I'm not taking a $300 bath every right. month in anything. Right. I'm not, yeah. that's what I told you earlier. I'm yeah. not doing that. But a lot of them are pushing. I think I have one I'm losing 50 bucks on. And there's just a few scenarios where it's just the same. And the reason why people might say, why you've been, you know, you've been smart this entire time. Why take yeah. a chance now? And, and it's fairly simple. I mean, I have a large portfolio that is cash flowing. They were good prices at good rates. Uh, we've got a really good cash flow on these. Mm -hmm. The first six months of this year, I didn't buy very much because I was pretty timid on the interest rate, right? Right, I that's I right. I bought two, I believe, the first six months. So, but then I started doing some more research and talking with you and other economists and bankers and whatever, and every single one of them, everything I read and whoever I talked to, the interest rate's staying the same. Yeah. So, and what I what didn't, what I wasn't going to do is just sit on the sidelines, and just let my others sit here and, and work. And that would be great, but I'm not just going to sit here on the sidelines and wait two or three years or forever uh, to buy any right, more real right, estate, right. right? Like what a wasted opportunity. So I am being pretty specific on what I'm buying Good. and I'm going pretty low on my offers. I'm every five offers I'm making, I might get one of them. Right. So keep that in mind, even oh, I'm yeah. having the same issues. Um, so what I decided to do was let's go low. Let's let's get some burrs in here. Let's take them at the 8% interest rate that I'm getting right now. I don't want to get 100 of them, but let's let's get several and let's find out what this rate does over the next year, mm -hmm. year and a half. And you mm -hmm. might say, what's the big advantage? Like, here it is. Right. That, right. Yeah, that's where you're going. And this is super important to me, to you, yeah. to the guys that are listening that you, I think you need to hear. I'm taking a little bit of that chance because these houses will never be this price again. I do not believe that once we kind of cycle through this interest rate portion, that you're going to be able to find a home like 1906 Baldwin in 38127 that only needs 30 grand in rehab for 74,000. And that's the list price. Could you get this for 68 yeah. or 69? Probably so. So never am I ever going to be able to buy a house on this in this area for 70 grand and get all in under a hundred on something that's going to rent for 900 or 950. You're just not. So 
I'm not going to get caught because I've done this once. That's right. I've done this once already when I've told the story about the homes in Horn Lake, Mississippi, when I first yeah, started, yeah. they were 30 grand. Now they're 130 grand. So yeah. I am not going to miss an opportunity to get some properties for a cheaper price that I can't get later right. because you're going to struggle to make them work later at the higher price with the lower rate. You're still going to struggle. Yeah. Right. Right. You're, you're still going to struggle. And like you said, the price, the rate's going to go down. The price is going to go up. The rent's going to go up. Yeah. So it's it's still going to work, but you're going to be or potentially work if you can find and wait and be patient for the right deals. But what you're doing is you're building in that price going up and that rent going up and your rate going down. So I would much rather have. Those, I completely agree. Yeah, I would much rather process. have. I would much rather have those. However many I'm going to buy at that at that rate, I'm hoping it's forty. To be honest with you, I'm hoping yeah. I can get thirty or forty of these at that rate. I'm about halfway there now. So. I'm, I'm, I don't know that it's a big risk. I mean, I'm just, I'm buying properties low. The prices are going to go up. If I need to sell them later, we can. Yeah. I don't, go ahead. Well, I was going to say, when we've talked about this, that, I mean, if you're just now tuning into the podcast, where, A, where have you been? But B. Yeah. Shame on <laughs> <yeah>. you. <laughs> uh, but B, what we've talked about in the past is what, what you're saying and what, what we had, what we're just kind of referencing is that. Right now, the supply is so low and the demand is so low, which has kept prices up because people have locked in these rates, at mm-hmm. these lower rates, and they're not selling. Well, once rates tick down and people start moving and get interested again, the supply will increase. The rates, the demand's going to increase and supplies increase, but the demand is going to outstrip that supply because we're limited on our supply in Memphis. We're not building tons of houses. Every now and then houses get taken out of the housing stock or properties get taken out of the housing stock. So we believe that there's going to be 10, 15, 20% appreciation mm-hmm. just like that mm-hmm. when kind of the floodgates of demand open back up. And, and think about it for one second and we'll kind of wrap it up with this, but think about this for one second. Like, you know, inventory is super low, like you just said. Yes. The interest rate is at 8%. I read the other day that every quarter of a point percentage rate drop, 4 million buyers enter the market mm. every quarter. So if it drops from 8 to 7.75, we got another 4 million buyers that are coming in and so forth. So if you don't believe that the prices of the houses are going to continue to go up, when the interest rate drops, then you're just, I don't, I don't believe you're reading the right stuff. This is, it is 110% going to go up. I mean, think about you as a seller. You can't get your $400,000 for your house right now because it's at 8%. If the rate drops over a year to 6%, your house is now going to be 450, 460. Is anybody going to sell it for 400? No, you're going to sell it for 450 and 460. Every seller is. So that's my point. Yeah. I, I, I believe you just have to prepare yourself. Then at that point, when that rate does drop, that's when you go and refi, right? That's when you go and refinance because you've already bought them. The difference between me and another investor that says, hey, I'm not buying right now, I'll buy then, is that I'm going to have 40 more houses than you will between this time and there. Yes. There's the difference. And, you know, I don't, I'm not a big risk taker. I don't go into areas that you shouldn't buy in because it's cheap. Um, I don't try to set records with my rent. You know, I don't try to do things like that. So... This is maybe the m- most risky I can I've been and I can hmm. be, but uh, I'm fully confident, and that's kind of why I'm sharing this. To yeah. be honest with you, it's like I'm 110 percent confident personally that we're going to hit that stretch. I don't know when, but we're going to hit that stretch where the rate is going to tick down some. People are going to get so excited 
that they're going to stick their house on the market and we're going to see a tick up in the inventory and it's going to be sky high because they know but buyers a bigger tick in demand. But a bigger tick in demand. So the, the sellers are obviously going to go up. Um, so I just want to be prepared. I wanted to beat that uh, rush. I wanted to get involved because you know what happened then. Well, then I can buy them again at the higher prices because the rate's lower. Yeah. yeah. It just keeps me in the game and it keeps it keeps my business and my, you know, my rental portfolio moving. Yeah. Hey, one thing I had on a note with that we totally bypassed, but coming back to mm-hmm. about this time and why it's a good time to buy is that t- tenants are paying rent. Yeah. And the vacant occupancy. I, I mean, September 2023, just to date this, September 2023, I don't know about you, but across my portfolios, highest occupancy ever and highest collection rates ever. Lowest uh, outstanding or delinquent debt ever. I don't, I have one vacant that's being rehabbed. One. Yeah. So, so the market for rentals is awesome yeah. right now. I want you to discuss, and then we'll wrap this up. You yeah. know what I'm about to ask. Oh, yeah, yeah, Talk yeah, yeah. about real quick what tenants do when time gets rough. Right. So this let's call this the third big one that we've seen yeah. uh, since since we've been kind of doing this, and that was the Great Recession, COVID, and now this kind of economic funk that yep. we're we're in. And my experience is everybody gets scared and thinks, oh well, man delinquencies are going to go up and evictions and it's such a terrible time to be a landlord. Yep. And we found it to feed the exact opposite. Polar opposite. Polar opposite. Mm-hmm. And like, finally, like it's sinking in like, okay, maybe this is what happens. And we found that, that, that renters, probably people in general, but renters specifically prioritize four things during economic hard times. They prioritize their housing. So yep. they're going to pay for housing. They're going to pay for their utilities. Mm-hmm. They're going to pay for their transportation and they're going to pay for their food. So like th- those become the highest priority. Obviously they're always priority, but like in good times, it's like you just get loose with everything, Everything. but uh, there's nothing like a good economic uh, storm to kind of Get everybody sitting up, man. When the Uh-oh. when you're out on the boat and the the waves start rocking and the thunders are like, man, everybody, all hands on deck. Yeah, isn't that a term? Yeah, you know what does that mean? It means the storms here, all hands on deck. Here we go, and that's what people do. Yep, they're in economic times. They prioritize those four things, which it's good for good for them, but it's also good for being a landlord because what we just described is your occupancy tends to stay higher than normal, yep. and your collections tends to be the peak times of collections during the economic calamities, which is counterintuitive. But when you sit back and think about it, that's been our experience. And okay, I can understand how that works. Makes sense for them in that situation. So yeah, it's good information. It's just today I thought updating us on updating on everybody of how we're feeling, um, how we're approaching the market personally. I'm personally fine with what's going on. Right. I understand that. And I'm using loans. So don't think I'm sitting like I get a lot Same. of the, I'm yeah. not sitting on a big, big pile of cash and I'm buying cash and I'm wondering why y'all can't make it work. I'm using loans on all of it. I'm using yeah. my line of credit at the bank. We've talked about it. So um, I just wanted to kind of give you guys an update on what I'm doing, what Douglas was doing, what yeah. we're seeing in the market. Um, and, and and to, to sum it all up, it's going to be a lot more of the same. So let's get used to it. Let's learn how to adapt to this. Yeah. Um, let's learn and figure out what deals and what properties and what areas are working right now. Let's work together and get after it. Man. That's great. Amen. Anything else? Amen. Okay, guys. Thanks yeah. a lot. We'll see you next week.